Welcome to the exclusive coverage of the Peter Greenwood Show's State of the Show Address for 2021, where Peter will be looking back over the last 12 months of the show. This is the fifth time Peter has hosted the State of the Show Address, with many commentators hoping this year will be the year he finally does a good one. Lining the halls of the Pentagon Chamber this year are various dignitaries from all across the world, and a few homeless people we promised sandwiches to, just to fill in the numbers. Although, if they'd have been sober enough to read the contract, they would know that they're excluded from any sandwiches if they vomit, a deal several of them have broken already. Speaking of vomiting, President Donald Trump has entered the hall. If we take a lesson, we'll be able to hear his comments to his friends and allies. Sitting with Donald as his only friend, British Prime Minister Boris Johnson is also in attendance this year. Boris was invited after invitations to several massive piles of literal shit went unopened. While we wait for Peter to make his way to the podium, we think back to what a difficult and extraordinary year it's been, and reflect on what's ahead of us now. Mainly how many times Peter will use the words dumpster fire, holy shit, and break down in tears while singing Nearer My God to Thee. Although, in fairness, he did that almost daily, even before the pandemic. And now, as he makes his way to the podium through throngs of people who want to hit him, fire him, or ask him if he has 20 pence for the bus, please welcome the king of this chaos, the master of this madness, the man who presses the buttons, the host of the Peter Greenwood Show, Peter Greenwood. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you, everybody. Welcome along, esteemed guests, random losers, and drunks who have nowhere else to go. Let's talk about 2020 on The Peter Greenwood Show, shall we? We're going to start with the facts, which are these. Throughout 2020, we had 63 guests on the show. The music venue I was at most was the O2 Academy. And the last venue I was at before lockdown was St. Luke's. But what do people actually like about the show? I wanted to find out, so I took to Twitter. And I ran a poll, and according to that poll, an incredible 67% of people said their favorite thing about the show was the host. Thank you. With 33% of people saying it was the guests. Can't win everyone, can we? How many shows did I do in 2020? 39 shows out of 52. Although some weeks repeats were aired, so I was on air most weeks, just not with a new show. Between the show here and the show airing in different countries and podcasts and various other bits and bobs, I have done over a hundred hours of broadcasting, not including the Twitch streams. Of those over a hundred hours, there were at least seven minutes which were quite good, or at least not too terrible. I haven't been live since February 2020. I was off for a week at the end of February, then in March, lockdown began, and I haven't been in the studio since. I look forward to the massive amount of mail that must be there waiting for me. And also, fun fact, this is all pre-recorded, so if I die between now and the time this airs, I will haunt most of you. The busiest month of the show this year, 
was November. That's when I had the most guests on. The least busiest month was August. But we'll talk about that later. We're going to start, as most years do, in January. I believe the first guests I met in 2020 were the Circus of Horrors, who I met backstage at the Glasgow King's Theatre to talk about their anniversary shows and their future tour plans. Back in January 2020, we'd barely heard of the word coronavirus and everything was shaping up to be just fine. Good old year, nothing can possibly go wrong, right? I also met Caravan Palace for an interview backstage at what would be many, many trips to VO2, which, believe me, I really miss them now. The first of many legends joined me, Jar Wobble. He's a musician, he is the man who gave Sid Vicious his name, and Jar joined me to talk about some incredible stories from his time in the music industry. Comedian Tom Stade rejoined me for his second time on the show to discuss comedy's place in the news. And Uncle Frank, from one of my favourite bands of all time, The Fun Loving Criminals, joined me to discuss his first solo single. Also in January, Lise Kowalski, the show's official guest co-host, released her new single, No More Time. And I got the exclusive, the very first play of the single, which was nearly ruined by somebody who I won't name, but at the end of the day, everything turned out fine, and I got the first play, which I'm very proud about. In February, I met the Goo Goo Dolls. Yes, the Goo Goo Dolls. On this little show, on a Sunday night that nobody wanted, I got the legendary band, the Goo Goo Dolls. I was pretty pleased with that one, to be honest. In fact, at one point, I think we mentioned the coronavirus and what was Trump's plans at the time. I see you out there, Donald. I was also introduced to Not Your Girlfriends and Rob from the band Bowling for Soup at the O2 Academy, where I was almost locked out of the venue by some security guard who literally saw me leave the venue with Rob, go onto the tour bus, walk off the tour bus with Rob, then refuse me access to the venue again. So thank you for that, security guard, if you're listening. I also met the band Sherlocks and Theo from the band King Nun, who was absolutely great in terms of just sitting and chatting to a cool guy about music and life and where the band were going. Theo was a lot of fun. That was really good. In March, I did my last live interview with Seafret at St. Luke's just before lockdown started. Not long after lockdown started, I decided to do a podcast every day to keep myself entertained and also to bring listeners something to listen to. That lasted six episodes. I did get the chance to catch up with friends Becca Blogger and Lisa Kowalski. She joined me and we chatted for a bit about what lockdown is like for her and introduced some interviews we'd done with Orla Gartland and Naz at the end of 2019. In April, I caught up with Raul Reynolds from Enter Shikari, who'd been on the show in the past. I think it was 2019. I met him in the band at the Barrowlands. I was also introduced to Taylor Castro and the singing dentist, also known as Dr. Malad Shadru, as well as Amy, who was talking about her EP called Confession. I actually owe Dr. Malad Shadru an apology. 
I said I'd do his challenge and I didn't, and it completely escaped my mind, but I'll get to it someday. I get to most things someday. May was a particularly big month, as well as it being my birthday. Happy birthday to me. I spoke to Matt Goss, one half of legendary group Bros. That was a good get. That was so much fun to sit and interview Matt. And Matt, if you're listening, I know you've got a podcast now. You came on my show, so just saying. Just put that out into the world. It'd be fun to sit and chat to you again. Just putting it out into the universe. I caught up with our friend Hannah from Hannah's Yard as well. She came on the stay-at-home podcasts. And another legend in May. Former Bond girl Susie Vanner was on the show. She discussed her single, In These Shoes. And then another legend joined me, Lorraine Crosby, who released a single with Bonnie Tyler, of all people, on the planet of the Earth. I mean, Lorraine Crosby, Susie Vanner, Matt Goss, how much bigger can maybe make it? Well, I'll tell you, Simon DeWitt from Blanks. He came on the show and we had a discussion about making music videos in lockdown. And May was going so well. And then the world changed. Video was released of the murder of George Floyd in Minneapolis. People all over the world took to the streets to protest. And that's when I decided, with what little voice I have on this show, I need to be part of the change. At the end of every show, I say hashtag Black Lives Matter, and it's not just a hashtag. Just because you may not see it trending on a particular day does not mean that people are not still out there fighting literally for their lives. Andre Harriet, who aside from being in damage, he's since become a social worker to work with children and young people from disadvantaged areas to help them turn their lives around. He came on the show to discuss what we can do to be allies and support the Black Lives Matter movement and about his work with Black Lives Matter UK. It's a cause that I still believe in, and it's a cause that I want to bring as much notice and support to as I possibly can. In July, something interesting happened, because when you're the host of a show like this, you never know who you're going to talk to and who you're going to meet, and I met a lady called Lauren on social media, and we got to talking and became pals, and as she lives in New York, she was out protesting with the people. And she came on the show to talk about the actions of the NYPD during the protest, and what it's really like to be out there on the streets during the protests. July also brought us the return of Girly to the show to discuss her brand new music and life after her record label, and both Cara Marnie and Carly Paolo joined us, although separately. August was the quietest month for the Peter Greenwood show. I was supposed to have Paige Turley on, she was a winner of Love Island, but she didn't bother her ass coming on. So thanks for that, Paige. Oh, her single entered number eight in the charge. Just saying. In September, I interviewed Glasgow performance android Cleopatra, who was here to discuss the release of her new EP, Mashina. Cleopatra also was a guest on the Girl Wasted podcast, which I'd heard of because it's a Glasgow podcast, and I kind of, I don't want to say I float around that scene, but I'm aware of various different Glasgow podcasts and shows, so I was aware of Caitlin, but I hadn't actually listened to that much of it yet. Keep that name in your mind, because it's going to become very important once we get to November. But before November, 
comes October. And October saw the return of Susie Vanner, who talked to us about her new album and her single at the time, Tainted Love. It's not often people return to the show, especially someone as legendary and classy and talented as Susie. So it was really good to catch up with her and hear her thoughts on lockdown and everything she's been doing since. I also had on Reva Taylor, whose name I managed to mispronounce. I pronounced it River, and it's pronounced Reva. So she, but she was very nice about it. She was very cool about it. In November, it was busy. As I mentioned earlier, November was the busiest month of the show. So many guests came on that show. There's also bits I still haven't released recorded in the month of November. But the most important thing about November is it was the third year anniversary of this pokey little show. The Peter Greenwood Show celebrated three years on the air, and we celebrated by playing back the first ever episode. And if you go back and listen to that first episode, compared to where I am now, I've chilled considerably, but you can hear how mad I was in that first episode, because I had a point to prove in that first episode, and I think I'm still proving it. And then, also in November, we did the great crossover of 2020. Caitlin from the Girl Wasted podcast, who I mentioned earlier, came on and we did a two-part crossover show. Part one was on her show, where you get to hear me swear a lot, and part two was in this show, where nobody is allowed to swear. Thanks, Ofcom. It was a lot of fun being on somebody else's show for a change because I'm normally too busy doing my show to be on other people's shows. And I love doing other people's shows because it means I can swear and say pretty much anything I want. And I can't say anything I want on this show, believe it or not. There are rules. Again, thanks, Ofcom. Hopefully, Caitlin will come back on this show, and we can do it again in 2021. Also in November, Lauren Aquilina returned to the show. Lauren was absolutely great. Now, the thing about Lauren is she is one of four. She, along with Tessa Violet, Orla Gartland, and Dodie Clark, former... I don't even know if they have an official squad name or an official group name, but they're like a group online. And they all work together and they're all friends and it's really good whenever they do put out music. And I'm so happy to have Lauren on. And out of the four, between Lauren, Tessa, Orla and Dodie, Dodie is the only one who I haven't had on the show. Yet. Yet being the operative word. Living in hope that someday Dodie will grace this show, maybe this year, who knows. I also want to talk about a little something that happened behind the scenes here. You may remember I mentioned guest co-host Lisa Kowalski. She really likes Lauren. And so I said to Lisa, Lisa, why don't you come on and help me interview her? You can ask some questions, you can ask more questions, you can just talk to her and have a good time. So Lisa agreed. So I phoned Lisa and we were going to add Lauren to the call, but it turns out we couldn't do that. There was something that went wrong during the, pro during the production of that interview, which meant we couldn't add Lisa and Lauren to the phone call. And 
I still feel bad about it. That's why I'm talking about it. If you're listening, Lisa, I apologize. I apologize that happened. But I hope I made up for her a little bit later in the month because Gianluca and Matt from The Vegan Leather joined us. And Lisa and me got to ask them some questions about talented Paisley people and what it's like to come from that part of the world and music during lockdown and their new singles and all manner of things. It was really good. It was so so interesting to hear musicians from Paisley talking about Paisley and the Paisley music scene. So that was a particular highlight of the year. Thank you to Lisa for joining me for that. Rounding out the people who joined me in November were Kitty Catermaster, Allegra, and Aliens Don't Ring Doorbells. And similarly to what happened with Lauren, there was some messing around with the Aliens Don't Ring Doorbells, and it's mostly my fault. I'm going to say it's all my fault. The phone disconnected. The studio phone disconnected halfway through the interview. So we're talking away, and the guys are on the phone. There's three of them, and it disconnects. And so I try to call them back, but they're trying to call me back, and then we wait, and then they finally get hold of me, and then I have to call them back, and they need to all get on the line again. So it was a bit of a, bit of a mess, but we got there. We made it through in the end, and they were really nice. And I'm going to give you a little bit of an exclusive here. After the interview, alien don't, Aliens Don't Ring Doorbells, the guys were so nice that they went out and they recorded some jingles for the show. And they've never been heard. I've not played them on air yet. I'm hoping to start play the, playing them later this year. But this is the jingles that Aliens Don't Ring Doorbells did for the Peter Greenwood show. This is Adam King from Aliens Don't Ring Doorbells, and you're listening to the Peter Greenwood show. In December. December was a big month as well. It was relatively quiet. Only two guests, but they were quality guests. Mark Kelly from the band Marillion joined me to discuss his new project, Marathon, which sadly, I didn't ask him if he named, his, if he named Marathon after an old Snickers bar. Does anyone remember when Marathons were called Snickers? I think it was... I must have been very small when, marathons were called, when Snickers were called Marathons. But his new band is called Marathon, and he joined me to discuss it and the possibility of a Marillion crossover. Finally, Max Restraino joined me, and we discussed his new Christmas singles, and his new projects, and everything that he's up to in 2021. Speaking of 2021, before I close this state of the show address, I want to talk about 2021, because not much is happening. As I speak, we're still in lockdown. Who knows for how long, until 1st of February is the official goal but we're by no means any closer to getting back on the road to see gigs and shows and going out with our friends again. So what does the future hold for this little show? Because the problem with this show is that this show relies on touring bands. I go out and I meet the bands, I interview them at the venue, and then I play what I record for you. But nobody's touring. So what do I do in the meantime? I think we've been doing pretty well. We're getting guests on the phone and talking to them, so we're going to be doing a lot more of that. We're going to be speaking to people over the telephone, maybe some having some old friends on. I'm not naming names, but already I can tell you this is, so far, there's a, there's a few good bookings coming up. I can't tell you when, because it's, you know, a couple of T's to cross and I's to dot. But 
As soon as I can, I will be telling you. And we're going to keep on having fun. I don't want to sit and get maudlin on this show, because it's so easy to do. It's so easy to sit and think about how horrendous the world is right now, how terrible things are, the virus, and what's happening in America, and Brexit, and all that kind of thing. I don't want to do that for two hours a week. I think about it enough, and I research about it enough in my own personal life. I don't want to have to bring that to you as well. So, what we're going to do for the foreseeable future here on the Peter Greenwood Show is we're just going to hang out and we're going to have a good time. We are going to have a lot of fun on the radio. That is my goal for 2021. And that is it for this State of the Show address. Let us all please be upstanding, remove any headwear, any glasses, any false teeth, any earrings, any skin you may have for the show's national anthem. <laughs> 